And what do you think of this Georgia voting law? It is incredible to me how much misinformation there is about something that should be fairly simple to check up on. It's out there. You can get it. You can read it. It's it's not like trying to find out what happened with Tiger Woods in the car. <laughs> That's a tough piece of information to find out. But this is you can read it online anywhere. And yet you get people misinterpreting this thing all over the place. Listen to our president and Chuck Schumer, the uh, the 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 uh, Democratic head of the of of uh, the Senate. Both of them making these comments here, both of which are factually inaccurate. In cut two, listen. Deciding that you're going to end voting at five o'clock when working people are just getting off work. And the most reprehensible effort of all might be found in Georgia, where Republicans recently passed a bill to eliminate early voting on Sunday, on Sunday, a day when many church-going African Americans participate in voter drives known as souls to the polls. Both of those things are false. The law doesn't say anything about 5 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock, which is pretty much what it is in most places. And they actually added weekend days in this bill to make it more accessible to people to vote on the weekends. Now, if you can get things that wrong, and that's the president of the United States and the head of the Senate, the majority leader in the Senate, how, how, how does that happen? I have read this thing as best I can. I did not read 98 pages. Okay. If somebody wants to read all 98 pages, go ahead. But I have read enough of it to see that, okay, I can see why people would say this tightens things up from what they are. But I'm having a hard time seeing how this is what what President Biden said, Jim Crow 2.0. Because it doesn't, I mean, Jim Crow, not 2.0, on steroids. Play that cut where, well, you know what, we'll play it later. Let me get to the phone lines here and we'll do it because we're going to run out of time. Chris, you're on the Mitch Album program. Go ahead. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I did read up on it because I kept on hearing that it's just awful, it's suppressing, and I did my research, and the more that I looked at it, the more I thought that having ID is something we do in Michigan, Having um, shortening the length of time before you can get uh, be able to vote by mail in, that's not that big of an issue because they're they're still going to give you, I think it's like sixty nine days or something like that. But I think it's a lot of people, you know, making a big deal out of something that's not really that bad. I don't, I really don't see that it's as bad as people want to make it and. I don't think Major League Baseball should insert itself. Okay, thank you for the the call. Eight seven seven forty four Mitch. Mary, hi. You're on the Mitch Album program. Hi. Um, I looked into it as well, and if you compare it to, let's say, the state of New York, and all you have to do is go to the voter registration sites on each website in New York State, for example, you have to have you have to qualify in order to receive an absentee ballot. Georgia did away with that. You don't have to do that. This whole big fabrication on you can't even drink water, it's against the law, that is an absolute lie. You cannot have anybody from any party solicit anything called engineering in an attempt to sway the vote. 
that you can't do. They're not saying you can't drink water. They're not saying you can't get out of line to get water. What they're saying is if somebody from either party or some pack comes up and says, hey, you want this water, you're hot, you're thirsty, you can't do that. So it's not voter suppression in any way, shape, right. or form. Well, what's you, wrong with giving them is, water, though? It, especially it, when, but, there's nothing wrong with giving okay. them water. The, it, pol- the pollsters are allowed to give them water. It's written in this law. Yeah, I'm talking about what's wrong if anybody gives somebody water. And what, what, what you, you guys are failing to see in these things, sure. As you read them, yeah, but if you got one group of people where you're making the lines longer by limiting drop boxes, making where you ha- the polls have slow intake, where they're waiting in line four or five hours when other ones don't wait but 30 minutes, and then even if somebody's with the organization, if they want to give them water, what's the problem with that? If they're the ones that are waiting in line that long. Uh, we'll, we'll take this up right after the break because I have an answer for all, every one of the things that you just well, said. Hold on. I would strongly support them doing that. People look to them. They're leaders. Look at what's happened with the NBA as well. Look at what's happened across the board. The very people who are victimized the most are the people who are the leaders in these, in these various sports. And it's just not right. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and 40 other states. Okay. Presidents have to watch what they say. We learned that with Trump. Jim Crow on steroids. Jim Crow meant a separate bathroom for someone who was black than someone who was white. So Jim Crow on steroids would mean that black people don't get to vote at all. That's Jim Crow on steroids. Do you really think this law is Jim Crow on steroids in any way, shape, or form? Is there anything blatantly racist about this law? Is there anything in this law, as I have read it, that says black people should do this and white people should do this, Latino people should do this or whatever. That's Jim Crow on steroids. You should not use that phrase in relationship to this law or anything that's, that's as debated and nuanced as what this is. When you hear Jim Crow on steroids, it literally, I hear that phrase, I think it's, what a, we've literally changed the laws so that people can't drink from water fountains. Don't throw that phrase around cheaply, and somebody should take him to task for that. That's really wrong. Now, I have read this thing as best as I can read it, and Kenny, your points here, uh, that you want to make them again for the people who, who, uh, um, who didn't just tune in. The three points I want to make are the, um, there was three things in here. I, I'll leave the, the ID stuff alone because that's, that's a problem all over, and they can deal with that. That's everywhere. Well, but I'm the, not going to leave it alone. Well, I'm talking you about go they can leave it alone for IDs, and you can take your own form on that. That'll go. That's state, um, countrywide that we have that problem. But the drop boxes part uh, and the uh, state taking over the election offices and the last one, the water handout, and it doesn't matter who's handing it out. It's not like somebody is just going to go vote just because somebody's giving them water. That's not encouraging okay, somebody Okay, so the to reason, vote. let me address that. The reason that they don't, and it's not just water, it's anything. It's just people have jumped on the water thing. You are not allowed to give somebody water, food, uh, a button, or whatever it is. That's it. It's been going on for years. There are rules against uh, that in, in all kinds of states in the country because what leads to that is a conversation. And, uh, you know, hey, vote for such and such. Or who are you going to vote for? What about, I don't know. I'm still on the fence. On And by the way, this isn't just about Biden and Trump. Everybody keeps thinking, oh, oh is this about the past election? This is about future elections. This is about Biden or Trump. Nobody's going to be talked out about, uh, about who they were going to vote for, Biden or Trump, by somebody giving them out water. But somebody can give out water to 
somebody and say, by the way, vote no on Prop uh, you know, 72. I didn't even read that thing. Oh, it's, gonna, it's bad. It's going to do this. You're not supposed to talk to people when they're at a polling place. You're not supposed to influence them in any way. If somebody hands you a water, that's an opportunity to have a conversation or to say, well, they're wearing a shirt that says vote no on 17. Okay, and I got a water from them. I, I absolutely understand that. But if you are allowed water, to get water from the people at the polling place. So they're not denying water to people. But, Mitch, if you're in line, getting water, and you, they could have put in the law, if you, want, if, if you want to hand out waters or some type of refreshment, it's fine. They didn't want to do it that way because they just want to make it an overall, you know, Cross the board thing, but that's not right. But they right. do. But in the not, law, it says right. the polling places can give right. out water. No, they can't. It's about anybody. Who cares? If you're in line, you're but not why, getting why, in why line. But why, why should it be anybody? Can you, why should you let anybody well, just come up okay. and, and hand you anything or if talk we to get you? Into in that, line? Why should there be lines? But we don't argue that point of it. Why should there be lines in certain communities where there are not lines in other communities? We don't argue that point. But so in, if there are lines in these communities because you made it that way because of the system you gave them, okay, then give them water. In the law. Kenny, read the law. There is a provision that requires, now requires, this is a change, large precincts with long lines like the ones in Atlanta, like the ones in the, in the most populated communities, to add machines, add staff, or split the precinct. That's what the law actually says. Not what you're talking about, which is what people keep quoting, but they're not reading it. The law actually changes things to require precincts with long lines to add machines, add staff, or split the precinct. You know where I'm reading that from? The New York Times, which is hardly, hardly on the side of Georgia. And even they admit, on balance, it makes in-person voting easier, especially in the general election. This is the same thing that's getting called Jim Crow 2.0. Nobody is reading it. What well, the only thing it limits is, I'll give you two, two concessions. One, the thing about the, uh, the uh, state legislature versus the, the guy who's in charge of the thing. That's right. a change. I don't know what that means. I don't live in Georgia. But it's a change. The other thing that it, that it cuts down is something that was artificially bloated. You see, everybody says, oh, cuts down, cuts down. This past election that we had, and we know it here in Michigan because we did the same thing. They changed the rules all across the board. Mailing out voting ballots to everybody, all these kinds of things because of what? COVID. Well, now they're changing. What they're doing here is reining in that you can't just mail out ballots to anybody and that you don't have. And I can't believe how long. I think they have 11 weeks. You can start voting. At, uh, you can start voting 11 weeks before the election. Half the time you haven't had the debates yet done for that. And they shrunk that down and you have to be finished 11 days before. It is hardly restrictive. And by the way, it goes the same for whether you're voting Republican or Democrat, white or black. The rules are the same. The rules will be the same. But the, the rules are the same. Well, why, why, why does everybody assume that if you why does everybody assume that if you cut down on massive mail in voting, that that's going to hurt poor people or Democrats, Republicans are the same way. Why do you assume that if there are long lines and that's going to disfer peop- d- deter people, that that's going to deter Democrats but not Republicans? There are poor Republicans. There are, there are old Republicans. This reading of this as something racial is being done for one reason only, in my opinion, because the Democrats are trying to push through a federal law, which I really object to, a federal law called H.R. 1 that's going to take over the whole voting system and make it a federal law instead of state by state. And they want to make sure that that becomes the law of the land. And that thing, if you read it, really is crazy in terms of trying to be responsible. That's the thing that you don't have to worry about signatures, voter verification, anything like that. 
And they want to make sure that that becomes the law of the land. So they don't want states taking matters into their own hands like this. And that's why you have something like 47 states that are now putting, back, uh, putting up their own initiatives. Republicans and 47 Democrats are putting up their own initiatives. This, this fight over votes, why do you think, Kenny, it is so precious to the Democrats to have this one way, or it's so precious to the Republicans to have it the other well, way? Because they think they're going to get those votes. But I'm asking you, if, the, if, if Republicans would have won Georgia and won both of those seats, would they have put these laws in, Mitch? I, you know, I, mean, I actually think they would. Here's it. why. They, they don't want to codify the system of what happened under COVID. COVID was crazy. We, we broke all kinds of precedents with COVID, but because we were reacting to it, it's like, well, well you know, people aren't going to be able to do this, so they got to do that, and we got to do this, and we got to do that. And they changed all kinds of rules. And I think a lot of people got upset with that, saying, hey, we had a system going for a long time, and, and all of a sudden, because of, of a, a virus— we're changing the system, and now suddenly this is going to be the new way of doing things. But what, we're why is always going to worry have... about a new way to doing it if, if the, uh, the objective in this country, and we say it is, one man gets one vote. Now, if you prove to me during this last elections that somebody voted that they didn't, which they didn't prove, then why do you change it? Why do you want to make it harder to vote than make it easier to vote? Regardless of what you think about 11 weeks out, 15 weeks out, if you're making it harder to vote, why? If this was an easier way for people to vote, and I didn't see any mass cheating, and they didn't see any in Georgia, they went through this four or five times, why are we making it harder? Okay, do you think that asking people to identify themselves when they vote is somehow making it harder to vote or unfair to vote or racist? I didn't put racism. I'm just saying making it harder to vote. Why well, are we making it harder to vote? If but I no see. I don't. I don't. On, I don't agree with that phrase. I don't think hard, something is harder to vote because you have to identify yourself. I think that ensures one person, one vote. That's what we ought to be interested in: is one person, one vote. And when you have things that are like, uh, you know, harvesting of ballots or other people dropping off your ballots for you or mailing out ballots to people, I think people have a legitimate worry either side, Democrats or Republicans, about are we really doing one person, one vote, or are we inviting the possibility of potential fraud? Not that there was. See, everybody confuses this with me. Oh, that means Trump won the election. It's got nothing to do with that. It's going, if I said to you, Kenny, a year ago, because I know you very well, if I said to you a year ago, hey, what do you think about a system where Anybody can vote without having to show any kind of form of identification. You would have said, that's not right. People can cheat. Now, if you say, what do you think about a system where, where people can vote without any form of identification? You think, oh, you think Trump won the election. See, it's only being seen through the prism of his ridiculous claims, Trump's ridiculous claims about, oh, this is fraud. But something on its own merits like being able to use identification, and they say, oh, this is, this is, it's racist to demand that. No, it's racist to, uh, to assume that people of color can't provide identification when they vote. That's what's racist. Well, you are not, insulting people. But when there you is can a use, segment that doesn't have ID. Can we Kenny, Kenny, everybody can in this country though? has a Social Security number. Okay. And this law says you can use the last four digits of your Social Security okay. number. So how is that racist? 
Like I read a, the bill. I'm, you keep using the word racist. I didn't use the word racist. But I'm every, just saying but it's going across. It's going across the country that it's racist. What's Jim Crow on steroids, if not racist? Well, like I said, the reason why that was being said is because they are saying, "Why are you making it harder to vote when there nothing was wrong in the last election?" That's where they're saying now. We can argue the drop box thing. We can argue this um, committee that the, the now the state legislators are taking over from where the secretary of state was. That can cause all time. That's the biggest thing in there that everybody keeps trying to gloss over. When you start having your elected officials taking over elections. Right. It's right up there with the federal government taking over elections. I'm, I'm, I'm not with that either. So I'm, you know where I'm at with this.